Paul Nelson waiting by. Love racing.nz for all you need to know about your next winner. Thoroughbred racing news, previews, replays, profiles, and more. You can go there. And how's this for a text, Mick and Paul? Good morning to you. Morning, legends. This comes from Joe. Morning, legends. Why do we as Kiwis try to knock, try to look past the obvious all the time and then in hindsight go back on our choice? The Cossack into the All Blacks into the Warriors. Stay strong, boys. So, Paul, you've got one supporter there. <laughs> well, that's nice. It is nice. Morning, Paul. It's, it's Mickey and mate, and th- thank you for joining yeah. us and our listeners this morning. Just tell us about travelling from Hawke's Bay to Wellington, because it's not an easy trip. Is that something you and Karina do the night before the races with these horses, or did you drive down this morning? No, we, we came down last, uh, last night, and we usually do it in the wintertime, because you never know quite what the the um, the room and tuck is going to be like, and... Um, and I think it's, it's it's just a bit of a more certain trip. Mate, you have two very, very serious horses to play with today, the Cossack and Nedwin, and, and obviously a great support team. But you told me something really interesting for the Herald this week, that your main farm track, so you have a track there, a straight track and a normal track, and one of them's slightly uphill, that's not been able to be used for the last three weeks because of the terrible weather down your way. To your eye as best you can tell, because you're taking the horses to the, the Hastings track. Has that affected them in any way? Look, I, I don't think it has, but um, um, we'll, we'll find out more today. But um, I, look, they've done, they've done the work that, um, that, we, um, that we've uh, you know, asked them to do. They've done it well. And, and um, um, if we go to Christchurch for um, a week, um, that this sort of work that we've done um, here, um, in this last um, week, um, ten days, has been um, pretty similar to that. So, um, yeah, and they've thrived down there, all right? Paul, I think last time we spoke on SENZ, you were still, I mean, you didn't have quite have the necessary information around the trip down south. How how did that impact your preparation planning with the Cossack and? I guess what I'm wondering is how far out did you know that the Wellington steeple was definitely on the agenda for this guy? No, uh, we we um we decided to go there pretty near after um after uh, the the win at Waikato, and um yeah and uh, but the rest of the what what comes after today we haven't made any decision on. And with it with training a jumper, I mean we we hear flat flat trainers and. Uh, people tell us quite often that you know when you get a plan set, you can really start to dial in. You can count it back, and obviously there's little check marks you're trying to hit. Is there any difference in in that respect with a jumper? Like, are you are you looking for signs at certain stages in a preparation for a guy like the Cossack when we start getting up over this sort of ground, or does the horse kind of tell you what he's ready for, or do you know the horse so well by now? And and also you, you've done this for your whole life, and you understand exactly what, what check marks you're trying to hit as much as what you're seeing from the horse. No, well, I think you just try and keep the horse in the best frame of mind um, the whole um, the whole way through, and and um, he'll probably tell you if he's not um, not uh, um, not up to that um, um, you know that part of his preparation, he'll tell you, and you have to rethink it or or um, or um, um, yeah, do something else. Paul, um, Paul, what is your gut instinct telling you? Because 
You do this every day. And some days you think, yep, we've got this. Other days you think, eh, not so sure. We all do in our work lives. What is your gut instinct telling you the Cossack versus West Coast? And let's not belittle the defending champion, Tittle Tattle. What's your gut instinct today? Um, well, you, um, I mean, you, you go in home hoping that you um, that your that your horse is at its best and um, and you can handle the ground and and um, you know well and really you just got to leave it up to them. Um, I think we've done we've done all we can do for the horses. So um, yeah, um, if they handle this track today, we'll, we'll we've got to be right in it. West Coast has a very senior and successful jockey in Sean Fanning. Jack Power is not as well known here, but people like yourself and my own trainer, Harvey Wilson, uh, people I know are very good at what they do, are telling me Jack Power can ride. Tell us a bit more about him. Well, really, we did, we saw a bit of him um, just um, on on um, um, tapes on how he rode um, over in England and um and thought that he looked pretty good on a horse and, and since he's come out well he's he's really um stood up he he's pretty well done everything we've asked him to do perhaps he was a little um a little bit impatient on um um our goal but um the yeah that was um when at Hawks Bay when they um, he and Shackleton's edge went a bit hard in front. But um, other than that, um, his record's been very good. So, um, and, and and his two um, his two recent wins have been um, yeah have been good. So that's a good segue, Paul, because Tittle Tattle uh, got the best of Argyle that day, running into second. But as you said, there was probably ex- slight excuses for Argyle and ridden a bit differently might have. Uh, change that result. So this race, obviously for punters, there's a there's a placing to come into here. Argyle's currently paying two dollars to run top three. Are you confident Argyle's um, w- where you you'd like like him to be today? To well, I don't know. I mean, who knows? It, it, let's let's as Mick said, it's not just a race between two, is it? No, no, it's ne- it never is. Um, 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 yeah. So um, look. Um, he was good last year, and I think um, he probably um, wasn't at, at his best at his at his last start. But um, um, we think we've got him pretty near right. He, he's um, very bright, and um, and he was um, this morning when we, we took them for a walk and, and a pick on, um, out on the course. Um, the um, he was tying he was tying me up there, so um, I, I think he's feeling pretty bright. Paul, let's talk about the hurdle. It's it's a, a strong field, but you have the dominant favourite in Nedwin, but he's got to carry five and a half kilos more than the rest of them, including your stablemate, Suleiman. Can you line up for us, because the market has them first and second favourites. Nedwin with five and a half more than Suleiman. What do you think happens with those two? Because that may well dictate what happens for the entire race. Yeah, it, it is. Um, um, Nedwin's shown that he can carry the um, carry a better weight than last year, but um, being five and a half kilos away from um, um, everything else, as it were, and and we think that the track might be quite sticky. We'll 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 um, we'll just have to wait and see. But um, but he has gone well on, on this track at Trentham um, several times before. So um, um, yeah, we're We'll just um, hope that he handles it again today and gets there. 
Paul, say I was at the pub with my mates today, which I'm not doing. I'm actually working tonight, so I'm not going to do that. But say I text you and said, hey, Paul, I'm having a few jars with the lads and the ladies, and, and I want to have a bet here. What's your best of the day? What would you text back if, if in fact, you bothered texting back? Um, well, you can guarantee I wouldn't text you back with that. I might have some. I might have something a uh, um, bit uh, cheeky to say to you, uh, Michael. But <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, well no. say I rang you and said, Paul, I'm in, I'm in financial debt after my last month of jaunting around say, the world. Do you know what he'd and say? Need your he'd say card lose, lose my number. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I did lose his number because I lost my phone in London, but that's another story. So tell me, Paul, what would you suggest I back? Um, no, no, well, um, I wouldn't, I actually wouldn't suggest you back to anything. You, your odds are uh, not that good, really, are they? No, I'll, I'll just keep ringing you. I don't know. I don't know. You can... <laughs> <laughs> well, in that case, you're not getting invited to the pub. Hey, um, just tell, tell us, outside the two big gun jumpers who obviously um, are doing their thing today, are you looking like Mark Oligan is to go down to the Grand National? I know, I know last year you were thinking maybe no. What are you thinking this year with Rickerton? Oh, look, we'll... we'll um... <laughs> Wait and see how we get on through um, to, um, uh, through this um, week, this coming week after today, and we'll and we'll make a decision on, on that. Um, yeah, the, um, we we hear that that we we've read now that they want to run the um, um, the um, Pakarang hunt, hunt Cup over five or six fences around the harbour, of course, which doesn't seem um, a very logical thing to do, but. Um, and um, and then the the northern after that, and that's how big money race. So um, we've got yeah we've got some decisions to make whether we take the trip to the South Island or or stay and 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 have a go at the northern or possibly Australia. Okay, so a bit of water to go under the bridge, but we'll get through today first, Paul. Um, there's another text message here from Steve Oak. Go the Cossack all the way with the legend. So he's got his fans, as do you, and you can lose Mick's number now, and we'll let you carry on with your day. Great to chat. Okay, thanks, Lee.